This, this is God Stories Radio Podcast. God Stories Radio With Fritz, Mike, and Tina. You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast with Mike, Fritz, Trish, and Tina. Listen to us live on the Mixler app. Also, be sure to follow us on iHeartRadio and you will never miss an episode. This is session 171. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. What's going on, guys? Hey. Hello over there. It's, it's Thursday, Thursday night. night. Thank Under goodness. Under the lights. I'm so grateful. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, you can't wait for this time of the week. I, I know. Oh, man, I'm telling you this what. This has been the best part of the day so far, <laughs> right here, right now. You know, the best I, part of the week. Oh, my goodness. The hair's standing up on my arms. You're going to have fun tonight. Yes, we are. I can <laughs> tell. Yes, we are. So what's going on over there, Mikey? How's your week? This is the best part right here. <laughs> here we go. Rejoicing riding. in the stuff there, Rejoicing Mike? in the Rejoicing stuff. Rejoicing in the stuff, riding the wave. <laughs> Mikey is riding the wave. <laughs> How about you, babe? What's going on over there? Are you rejoicing in the stuff? I'm trying. <laughs> I really am trying. <laughs> Boy, we all I think sound- it's just like uh, praying for patience. Yeah, it really is. It's painful. We all sound amazingly defeated, don't we? <laughs> I know. Hey, we're just keeping it real. That's Glory. all. We're just <laughs> keeping <laughs> it real. It's not easy. No, But it's we not. just do our best. That's right. Well, there you go. Call on Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Amen. He's the only one who gets me through moment to moment. You got that right. Rejoice in the stuff. There you go. Hey, we got some shout outs? We do. We all have right. some Facebook likes. All right. Facebook likes. Okay, so we want to say thank you to Kim Jones. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Kim, Appreciate for liking that. us on Facebook. And Raju Rani. Raju Rani. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Hey, I know this next person. Chris Rawlings. Thank you. Chris Rawlings. Thank, thank you, you Chris. so much. We love her. And Emmanuel Shavaria. Emmanuel, thank you thank so you much for, for liking, liking us, us on Facebook. Yes. Another familiar name who's going to be a future guest of ours Luis Javier Ruiz. Oh, yes. Thank you, Luis. Oh, thank you, Luis. And anyone out there, if you have not liked us on Facebook yet, please do so wherever you are. We've got one more name. We do. We do. Oh, wow. Okay. It was actually a prior guest. Do you want to guess what session? 169. (laughs) Pretty close. Belinda Rose. Oh, Belinda. Belinda. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, she was the author. Yep. Of Little Girl Got the book right in front of you there. We sure do. Well, thank you for liking us on Facebook. Fritz loves it. <laughs> I do. It's my favorite time of the show. Do we have more Facebook likes, Mike? Are you still spreading them out? <laughs> spreading the wealth there, Mikey. There's only two left. Okay. Only See two. that? We're down to two. So you guys right, better start liking Facebook us. Likes. We've only got two left. <laughs> and my guest tonight, he, he's already cashed in his vote. <laughs> yes, he did. We gave we'll his, his daughter last week, I think. We'll get his daughter to like us. He's got like 19 kids. And that'd be like, a, <laughs> that'd be some likes right there. Oh, that'll keep us going for many shows. Amen to that. <laughs> hey, we want to welcome everybody on Mixler tonight. Everybody on YouTube that's with us. You can chat with us on Mixler. Uh, there's a chat thing there and uh, chat yes. away. Ask a question. You can always do that on YouTube. You betcha. I'm here to or answer. Our faces for radio. <laughs> that's right. That's right. What else is going on? Anything? That's it? That's it. Um, 
just uh, I saw um, one of the one of our guests, uh, Mo Midlow, and I've been hitting her up and asking her questions about our venture going to uh, Good Life Forty Five and next in October, and um, just asking her questions on how things work and all. And she thinks that uh, once they uh, once they do the session, it'll probably be. She first said a month or so, but she says they just did some. And they're already starting to show, so it might be a week or two. Well, that's the last time I'll joke about having a face for radio. Uh-huh. Well, the line ends me up on TV. <laughs> <laughs> about that. You he's, know, got, he's got a sense of humor. Yes, he does. You we've never say we've never. said it many times. And then now he's going to put us on TV. Don't ever say never to the father. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. Try to put him in a box. He'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited about our guest tonight. Speaking of our guest, who is it? Uh, yes, oh, Fritz. Oh, man. You know, I would probably uh, take up the entire podcast introducing him, but uh, this brother is just a, an amazing dear friend of mine, and we go way back to high school days, and just some of the things that we did and, and we learned and some of the things we saw and lessons that we learned, you know, we're just... Uh, I can't put a price on that, and I can't put a price on his friendship. And uh, you know, I, I I don't want to talk too much about what he does now, the ministry, and all that. I'm I'm going to let him uh, address all that. But uh, I've I've been trying to get him for gosh, what's it been a year or two? At least that, yes. To uh, come in, but you know, everything's in God's timing. Yes, it is. And he's here, and he drove all the way from Valdosta to be with us tonight. And uh, folks, I give you. One of my best friends ever, Chris Musgrove. It is great to be here. And I have uh, anticipated this uh, evening for a long time. Yes, uh, Tina, yeah. we, we, uh, I don't know how long it's been. I, I was going to say a year. It might have been two years. Uh, um, but I am, I am glad to be here. And I have my daughter, Victoria, with me. Uh, we, uh, I, I drug her down. It, it's really not bad, is it, to get from Valdosta? It's not too bad a ride. If you drive 96 miles an hour. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you slowed down over the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I just did the math. I had, I had enough time to think here. It took me, I'm not real, I, I, my story talks about, uh, I didn't do real good in math, but uh, 37 years, 37. <laughs> wow. That's, that sounds like a long time, it doesn't does. it? Uh, uh, I walked into a, a, a church in Live Oak, Florida, and and. And we were actually in the youth group together. I was probably a little old for the youth group, but I, I was 20 years old, and uh, that's when we first met. And I don't know how old you were. I guess you were still in high school, so you were probably like 17, I guess. Yeah, I was a junior or senior. Yeah. I only I was only a kid. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you still are. Uh, but uh, it's great to be here. It's great to be here. It's great to have you, brother. I tell you, I'm, I'm so fired up. You know, there's just so many things I could talk for you. You know, but yeah, I'm going to shut up and, <laughs> and let you, uh, you know, kind of take us uh, somewhat from uh, ground zero, yep. you know, before Chris met the Lord and, yep. and up to up to present. Just let the Holy Spirit lead. And then uh, talk, make sure you, you plug your ministry and everything that's going on so that people know. I would love to know. do that. Um, you know, um, I, I tell this story a lot. I, I, I had to, I, I call it my elevator speech. I'll try not to do the speed version but i was i was as actually, long as it's the res band version yeah you know? yeah yeah i was in a a meeting today where i i got to come to a meeting that was a lot of administrators from schools and i i knew most of the people in the room and but i had two i was trying to get to for a school we're trying to get to and i one of the ladies didn't know me so i'm having to kind of bring her up to date with where i am but because they, they, sometimes they they think you just want to get in the school and I don't know, but I, I, God has really graced us and blessed us with a with an awesome message that we share during the day. That just stand alone is an awesome message, and I'll, I'll and I'll tell my story. And uh, to uh, back uh, back in 1981, even before that, I, I I'm, when I'm talking to middle school and high school students, I, this is a story that I tell in the public schools. We have a, I guess I need to say that we we have a school assembly program. We go in during the day. And we, we bring in uh, big production, stage, lights, sound, video. Uh, we, we just bought an LED wall. Uh, we just uh, unveiled that for our first time. It's, 
I try to take Disney World in the gyms and these schools. I these administrators say we've these kids will never see a program like this in some of these areas we go to. And that's part of vision. We 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 the Lord's given us a mission, a vision, a, a a message, a vision, purpose, and destiny. That you're going somewhere whether you like it or not. You better get you better get on board. You better get with the plan. And then of course we we were able to invite the students through the club. I can't do it, but the students will come up after the program through the Fellowship of Christian Athletes or whatever the school Christian club and invite the students to come back at night. And at night, it's not a church service. It's an evangelistic outreach. There is a difference. We used to open up in prayer and start preaching and people would get up and they're walking out the door and some of us are cussing us out. So we learn uh, it's kind of like fishing. You don't let the fish know you're coming. You got to sneak up on the fish. You know? <laughs> Amen to that. You bang the boat, they'll, they'll, you know. So we 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 open up with uh, upbeat, positive music, go into a very funny drama, and then we start setting the hook. And by the end of the night, we're unveiling future. Now is based on Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, to give you a future and a hope. Uh, we were just in Uli, Florida, there in Nassau County, just north. We saw seventy six. Uh, uh, Children, students, and parents make decisions for Jesus Christ. Wow, it's it's an awesome opportunity. We've have has 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 has, has had as many as uh, gee, I don't know, uh, three thousand, I think, in one night in in some communities, and we've seen as as many as four hundred, five hundred people make confessions, uh, make decisions for Jesus Christ in one night. So wow. it's the fields are widened to harvest. Amen. Right. right. Amen. And uh, as a youth minister, I used to say, we got to go where the students are, keep trying to quit trying to get the students to come to us. So, But it all started, uh, my story starts, I, I remember sitting in the seventh grade classroom, and I'll tell these students, I thought school is stupid. Why are we here? And I lived out in the country, so I didn't want to be around people. I'm a people person, so I'd, you know, I'd come to school every day, but just just going to slide by, just, just enough to get by. And when I got to the ninth grade, I had an English teacher. Her name was Shirley Albritton. And she said, you speak well, you communicate well, and you write well. Not very good grammatically, but you have some good, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, content. Good, good content. Thank you. I need somebody like you around, <laughs> Tina. Thank you. Good content. And uh, and I shut her down. I mean, I, I, I was the class clown, and I'm ashamed <laughs> of that. I'm, I, I'm, I'm embarrassed by that now, but... I didn't allow her to do her job. And I'll tell these kids, you know, the education system is here to help you determine your skill sets and help you develop them. But if there's no application, you know, you, know, you really can't be anything you want to be. There, there's a lot of things I can't be, and, and I know that. But find out what your skill sets are, your gifts. You know, the Bible talks about that. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, uh, I always say there's a wise king that says your gift will make room for you and bring you before great people. And I say, my gift that I didn't even know I had brought me here today, and there's greatness in every one of you. Of course, that's Proverbs eighteen sixteen. I learned I can. I've learned to paraphrase scripture. You can you can share mm -hmm. the scripture. You just can't tell them where you're getting your information. And then I I, I say you know um, I ended up going. Uh, I barely graduated from high school. Uh, got uh, voted class clown. I didn't get one scholarship for that. Not one. <laughs> no, no job offers. Uh -huh. I went Shocking. to college. Yeah, my parents said you're going to go to the military. You're going to join the army or join the army. Uh, go to college or get a job. And I. Didn't really want to do none of the above. I was pretty sorry, but I said, "Well, I'll go to I'll go to college, and maybe the party will continue." You right. know? And when I moved to, to Tallahassee from Vatlava, it just it was more trouble, you know. And my first quarter at Florida State, I made three Fs and a D. My second quarter, I made three Fs and an F. And the kids, I said, "That's four Fs." You know? And uh, the kids start laughing, and um, I found if you can get kids to laugh with you, they, they right. you know, it, it's part of the. They, 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 it breaks down their defenses, you know, they, and people need to laugh. You know, we, the Bible they says do. laughter is like medicine. It's so, so true. Mm -hmm. It is. So um, I, I've, I've kind of got them listening, and then I say, you know, um, at the age of 20, somebody shook me and said, if you don't get a plan for your life or you don't get a vision, you're going to end up in the, uh, you're going to end up in jail or worse, you're going to end up dead. And I had friends in prison. I had friends that had died. And, uh, and I decided right then I, I'm going to I'm going to go back to college. Nobody in my family, six kids. I'm the youngest of five boys, and I got a younger sister. My dad said if I'd have been the first child, he'd only had one. He wanted me to go to law school because <laughs> he said we spent so much time at the courthouse. But uh, we we did we we were in, we were at the courthouse a lot in in trouble. Um, if you knew his dad, you'd really think that's funny. Yeah, it is. Uh, he still he still says that. If you'd have been my first child, I'd only had one. But uh, we. Um, 
I got back into a community college here in Tallahassee, went back to Florida State, got a four-year degree, moved to Oklahoma, got two more years of school, moved back home, got a job, um, worked, was a youth pastor at church. And I tell the kids, I worked a job for 19 years on in a local church. And at the end of those 19 years, I, I don't say that, but I just say I worked a job for 19 years, and it was 19 years. And I said, you know, you get a few raises in 19 years. And at the end of that, um, I had an opportunity to go into a public school and um, uh, and I can tell this story. I can't. I don't share this in the public schools. But we we got a chance to go into a school. We were we were doing a mission trip in in uh, in England. We were in Scotland and England, and it was about a ten day trip. We had about fourteen kids with us. We were doing music and drama, but we sang about Jesus. We talked about Jesus. We were a youth group, and we got invited to go into the school in Liverpool, England. And ah. um, and the crazy thing was. We had never been in a school, and, and and I told the 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 pastor. I said, "We can't. We talk about Jesus. We sing about Jesus. We do drums about Jesus." And she said, "Listen, uh, the, the 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 headmaster at the school says you can do whatever you want." It was an all all male school. They had these blue coats. It was a little different, you know. It was a little different than what I was used to. And they they and I asked the headmaster. And he assured us you can do your program. And you could even do a, make a bid or a plea. And I was like, what's that mean? He goes, you know, an invitation. I go, you mean an altar call? He goes, yeah. I could. are you sure? He said, yes. I went, so I said, if you're sure, we're going to do it. So we did. We did our program, drama, music. In fact, Darren Baldwin was my drummer. He's the pastor at the church. He married Pastor Frank's daughter there at the church we were at in Live Oak, Florida, Melody Christian Center. <clears throat> That's where me and Fritz met uh, back in Live Oak. But um, we did our program. When we got done, I did the invitation, and they had told us that uh, John Lennon had gone to this school, and it's it, it never fails today. I was going to mention the Beatles because the Beatles were from yeah, Liverpool. Uh, you know, it never fails. I don't care if they're twelve year olds. Yeah, you can say the Beatles and John Lennon, and, and everybody. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, it's 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 pretty crazy. Iconic. It is. But um, we when we got done, we we did that, and uh, we did the invitation, and a young man got up out of, out of his seat. And, and came to the front, one young man, and and this what what happened next is just uh, it almost sounds un, unreal. Every time I share this story, I, I I almost lose it, or I just it's just it don't even sound real. But uh, two thirds of those students, or a majority of those students, started laughing. Yeah. And I I've seen a lot of crazy things happen in church, but I've never seen people laugh at somebody responding to an invitation. Of course, we weren't in a church, right? We were in a public school in a foreign country. But I and, and all I can tell you was, and I, I my, my daughter, she could probably tell this story. She's heard it so many times. I, all I can thought, all I thought of is, if I can get my shoe off, I will throw it as hard as I can, and I hope I hit some. I'm just being real. Right. I hope I hit somebody right between the eyes because I was I was so mad, I was so upset that somebody would laugh at a young man that would come to receive Jesus. And I'm gonna tell you, thank God for the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh to that. my God. God is so wonderful. The Father just his in spite of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he spoke through a donkey because I was about as good as a donkey. That might as well call me a you know what. Anyway, right. I, I I just opened my mouth and I didn't know what I was going to say, but I just hey hey hey. I got them all quiet. And they they got quiet. I I don't have a clue what I'm going to say, but they're quiet now. And out of my mouth came these words. They tell me John Lennon went to this school and. And I'm thinking, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank God for the Holy Spirit. And I said, and John Lennon said that the Beatles would be more popular than Jesus Christ. You know, I had to Google that years later, and it it's true. It he did said say, that. yeah, yes, that, it did. that absolutely yeah. was said. Uh, and then I said, but John Lennon, and, I'm, and the guys that were with me just said they couldn't believe what I was saying. They thought he has lost his mind. But I was outside my mind because uh-huh. this was all the Holy Spirit. I said, but John Lennon is dead and in his grave. But Jesus Christ rose from his grave, and that's what this young man came to receive. And this, and as great as that was, what happened next? Two th- I would say two thirds of those students got up out of their seat and joined that young man. Wow! Wow! If wow. I was if I was writing a fiction story, it couldn't mm-hmm. have been that good. No. You can't make that stuff you up. Can. No. And I- listen, I can. I can, Shane Poston. Uh, April Sanchez, Morgan Hackle. I can tell you all the kids that were with us. I mean. If they were listening, they'd call in and tell you. Uh, and my wife was there. Uh, 
when we got done, April Sanchez, her name is April Perez now. She lives in Jasper, Florida. She come running up to me. She says, Pastor Chris, when we get to Florida, when we get back to live, we got to do this. And I said, honey, it's against the law to do what we just did in the state of Florida. And she said, "Is but isn't there something we could do? And the crazy thing was nine years before that, or eight years, in 1991, I was I was actually facilitating an event in, in Live Oak. Uh, the FCA area director had come and found me and said, we want to do a program in the schools. And I said, well, I know this guy that uh, – Ferris Hill, I don't know if you remember him. He was with the Followers of Christ. Oh, yeah. yeah the Ferris Hill. I know he, Ferris. He called me and said, I got this guy's name's Joseph Jennings. He goes into schools and speaks. And Joseph Jennings has since passed away. He used to do some stuff with Lester Summerall. He'd been shot. I mean, he could show you bullet holes. He grew up in South Bend, Indiana, in the inner city. And uh, and he was kind of like Mr. T. Like, hey, fool, get saved, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and uh, uh, I, I facilitated, I helped set this up. Uh, in Brantford, Live Oak, Madison, Jasper, and Mayo, Florida. Five schools in five days. And then we had an event on a Friday night. This was in 1991. So this was seven years before Liverpool. The Bible says in Habakkuk 2, 2, 2 through 4, write the vision down, make it plain for those that really can run with it. Though it may tarry. Wait for it. Wait for it, for it will mm -hmm. Oh, Mikey problem. knows that. Oh, it will he, surely come. He was Listen, just folks, talking you, about Habakkuk. Yep, Listen, if you tell some, you tell a young person seven years, they think, "Man, I'll be in a nursing home in seven years." Well, we're talking thirty-seven years when we met. That was in eighty-one. So ten yeah. years later, ninety-one. This is what happened. We we had an event at the Swanee County Coliseum. We invited all those students to come back to that Friday night from Madison, Jasper, Mayo, Brantford, and Live Oak. 2,500 people showed, no, I'm sorry, I almost think it was 2,200, showed up at, at the Coliseum that night. You Friends, are kidding yeah, me. There's not, there's not 22 people. There's probably, that's one-fourth of the whole population alive. Well, I was going to say. The population of the city limits alive is 9,000. We couldn't get that many to turn out for a Christian rock concert. You know, we used to throw concerts yeah. out there when Phil and the, yeah. we'd have 25 people come or something. So, so here, we got 2,200 people. We did the invitation, and not 400 people got born again. Wow. We couldn't get 400 people at our church. Mm -hmm. So, so I'm, just, I'm just here to tell you, as a youth pastor, at, at 91, I, I was 30 years old. A 30-year-old youth pastor saw what could happen in Live Oak, where they wrote, they wrote on the water tower, Dead Oak. They marked out Live Oak and wrote Dead Oak because it was— So I'm thinking, look, Mike, you got to understand— 400 people got saved on one night in Lava. I'm like, my God, this thing, we got to do this. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? I saw what happened. We went from Lava to Liverpool, which God's got a great way of doing things. Yes, I mean, he, does. he had to take me to Liverpool, England, and, and, and all this <laughs> stuff happened. But, and what that young lady said to me would wake me up at night. As great as that was, what April said, she said, isn't there something we could do? So that thing, I tell people I got pregnant with a vision in 1991. Well, in 1998, the baby started kicking. <laughs> in 2001, 20 years after I first got saved, 10 years after I first had the vision, and you tell people 20 years, and if you'd have told me 20 years, I'd probably say, forget it. I don't mm -hmm. want to wait. But I needed 20 years. It, oh, maybe absolutely. it was me. Maybe it took me that long to get my head well, on right. You know what I mean? And I'm sure you, my daughter's here. She's 24. She's probably thinking, I don't want to wait till I'm 44. You know? but, and, 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 and listen, she's, she's probably way ahead of where I was at that time. Mm -hmm. you know, we were, uh, Fritz can tell you, we were knuckleheads. I wonder if somebody told that to Joseph, too. Ooh, brother, you, we, got, we, could stay, we could stay here all night. And I, I, I know we don't have all night, so I'm going to move ahead. So in, in 2001, we were going to do a program in Jasper, Florida. It's about 30 miles from us. It's a smaller town. I'm thinking they don't know me well over there. I could probably go over and kind of experiment. So we we just did a program. We had to drop Jesus out of everything. So we 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 talked about love and making good choices, and we did dramas, but we had to pull Jesus out of everything because we couldn't do what we did in Liverpool, which was a little weird. But that's what we did. But uh, but right before that program happened, the school canceled. The principal at Swanee High School in Lavic, Florida, called me, Clyde Spearing. He said, "Hey, I want you to come to a pre-prom rally for the the high school students." and and I was like, I don't think I want to. No, no, I want you. I was like, I, I was backpedaling. I'm going to just go ahead mm -hmm. and tell you. But we did a program in Live Oak. We put together a program 
after the program was over, we that night, 300 students returned and 30 students got born again. Now, that that was big for us. I mean, and that's 30 students. Yeah. That, that wouldn't have got that's 10%. 10%. That's it. So uh, a year later, we got invited to another school in Cross City, Florida, Judy Summerall, Dixie Judy County. Judy Summerall, yeah. And, uh, and, and, and needless to say, the principal at Swanee High said it was the best assembly program they'd ever seen. I probably wouldn't want anybody to see the videotape, but if you've never seen it one before, it's probably a good one. But but we, you know, we learn and you step out and you grow, kind of like y'all. You, your first program, you probably thought, "What are we doing?" But you, you know what? If you, you never swing the bat, you'll never hit the ball. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we um, we went to that other school, and while we were at that school, I can tell you, it's I can see it. I can, it was like it was yesterday. It was in two thousand and two. I was backstage in an auditorium in Cross City, Florida. I had a bag phone. Remember the bag phones? Mm-hmm. Plugged into a, 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 what do you call it? A converter where you could plug it in. You know, those little, what do you, V8 converters or whatever. Oh, yeah. I'm not a technical person. He knows what that is. Uh, Fritz does. But I, I answered my phone and somebody says, we want you to come be pastor of our church. And I'm like, I'm not called to pastor. But they said, <laughs> we want you to be our interim pastor. When they said the word interim, the the baby kick, that vision kick, you know, and I, I said, I can do interim. It was in Mayo, Florida. That's where my wife was from. Oh, yeah. And we went there. So we resigned the church, and we knew we were going through a transition. While we were in Mayo at that church, we were interim pastors for two years. We did seven school assemblies. Now, that was a lot. It was a lot of work. We were getting sound system and lights and renting stuff. and But every time we did it, we got a little better. At the end of those two years, it was in June of 2004, my wife came back from a women's conference on passion. And she said, we're not called to pastor. What is your passion? I said, my passion is going in those schools. Mm-hmm. And she said, you got to quit your job. <laughs> so, and, and now this is now back to the school assembly program. I'm looking at those kids. I told them about, I worked a job for 19 years. At the end of 19 years, I, 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 got, I started a nonprofit organization. And at the end of 19 years, I walked away from a 19-year career to start going and doing future now full time. I didn't, you know, I didn't say I was pastoring because I, I can't really say that in schools. But and some one guy said, oh, "You must have been in corporate America." And it don't really matter. I was, I was working a job, and like I said, you get a few raises. But one of my family members told me at a family reunion when I walked away from that 19-year career, she said I was 43 years old. I had four children. She said, "If you quit your job, your four children are going to starve to death." And I look at those students sitting on those seats in that in that gym, and I say, the same people that told me I couldn't do this are going to tell you you can't graduate, or you can't open up your own business, or you can't be a nurse, or you can't make it to the eighth grade, or you won't graduate from Brantford or Swanee or Valdosta yep. or wherever you are, uh, Claremont or whatever. And then I, I, I actually say, now watch this video. We show a little clip from The Pursuit of Happiness. I don't know if you remember that movie. It's a true story of Chris Gardner. It's played by Will Smith. And he's playing basketball with his son. And he's and he's and he's his son saying, I'm going pro, I'm going pro. And he he makes a layup. And his father says, You need to just forget this foolishness. You don't need to be out here shooting this ball all day long. Because uh, I can't really I could never shoot ball. And that's kind of the way it works. You'll never be able to play ball. And he throws the ball up and it goes over the backboard. And and usually the students laugh. And he sees his son. His son throws the ball down and puts it in a little grocery bag, plastic bag, and you can tell he's dejected Mm because his father just told him you'll never Mm -hmm. be able to do this. And he looks at his son. This is powerful. He realizes, I just killed my son's vision. I just killed it. And and, if you saw the movie, and I'm not necessarily advising, it is a great story. You know, he became a stockbroker because he saw, he asked a question, he saw a car, and he said, where'd you get that car? And the guy said, he goes, uh, over here, he said, well, what do you do? I'm a stockbroker. And, you know, he did the Rubik's Cube, and the guy was right. really good. He had a gift with numbers. Right. And he he almost lost it all. His wife left him living in a, you know, a bathroom at the subway station, living in the uh, Red Cross home, you know. And and uh, he realized that what, what people were trying to do to me about being a stockbroker, I just did to my son. And he looks at his son. He said, look at me. And his son looks up at him. He said, son, don't you ever let nobody tell you you can't do something. Not even me. Because people who don't have a dream are going to tell you you can't have one. People who aren't going anywhere are going to tell you you can't go there. And I'm telling you, when those those kids start applauding after that video clip, and you could go out there and say anything you want, you got a meeting out of your hand. I don't mean that. I, I say that very humbly. It's the anointing of Almighty God. Mm-hmm. They grab a hold. 
And listen, you can go about, don't take drugs, don't have sex, don't bully, don't, don't be violent, don't join a gang. But I always say those are all symptoms. Everything I just bullying, violence, failing grades, gang, premarital sex, they're all symptoms of a bigger problem. You don't have a plan. And the education system is here to help you. And I really, I really lift up the, the administration, the right. teachers. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, they're here. They love you. And, and, and something happens. There's a bonding. And I said, I found that ninth grade English teacher, Miss Shirley Albright. And one day I, I, I walked into her. I tell the story everywhere I go. And I looked her in the eye and I said, I am sorry for not, for not list, letting you help me because I struggled for years and years. And I said, uh, and, and I found my calling. I, I'm, I, I, I'm going into public schools. People that went to high school with me cannot believe they allow Chris Musgrave in public schools. <laughs> the, the, they, they told some of the teachers yeah. that taught school in 19, in 2001 at Swanee High School said, you must be crazy letting Chris Musgrave into the school. I mean, this guy was an idiot. And <laughs> and after it was all over, there was someone that had tears streaming down their face. They couldn't believe it. And, and I'm once again, glory be to God. And this whole message, we we get rant, rant raving reviews. We we do get some rants too, mm-hmm. but we get raving reviews from these administrators because one of the things we do is we we really talk to try to get the parents back because we realize the school system don't have kid problems; they got parent problems. Right? Because there's a problem that kid is coming from the house. Well, you said I've a le- mouthful there. I've Chris. learned to speak these administrators' language, and we've got some. We've got a wonderful resource of of people that help us. I've got some administrators, and I've got a guy that's a. Uh, a professor at VSU. We're so blessed. And uh, about, I guess it was probably about five or six years ago, we realized that we used to travel all over the place, that we, the Lord had told us to to, to stay in, in Jerusalem. And eventually we'd go into Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost part of the world. And the Lord told me to draw, after fasting and prayer, he told me to stay in a 90-mile radius around Valdosta. And that would be my region, to be a resource to that region. I tell people sometimes, they say, are you an evangelist? It's I think I'm a regional youth pastor because we we train youth <laughs> pastors. We we're always mentoring. I get calls all the time from youth pastors, but we um, we just we want to stay in those regions. We go we're, we we're there if they have a God forbid anything goes wrong. We've been called in. We had a, a tornado. We had some students that one student was killed. And some parents were injured. Can you come and just love on students? And, and we do FCA meetings, youth rallies. Uh, just got a call. Just today, I got a Facebook message. I got a phone call. Come to a youth right. So we want to be. So we don't. We don't really want to do anything way off. But we want to train somebody. Somebody said, "Want you to come to Miami?" I said, "I don't know if they'll like me in Miami. I'll train, you know, Juan Valdez or whoever down to go to yeah, Miami and do right, what I yeah. do. You know. So so that's the vision. And 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 it's we're still. You know, I tell my children all the time. I'm not so sure. I may not be the one. Maybe you're the one that's going to—I'm fine with that. I'm going to do everything I'm supposed to do, right. and I'm going to hand off the baton to to her or my son or or whoever the Lord brings along. And 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 and, and it's just—I'm just so—I'm just, so, just so grateful to God for what He's done in our lives. And we were just—like I said, we were just in a school last week, and we see the results of these kids um, uh, when they walk up to you and they, their parents. Uh, and I said that about parents. I want people to understand— we we've learned to ask the kids, you know, when when the students invite the parents to come back, bring your parents tonight. Well, sometimes we'll have free food. We'll give away flat screens, TV. We have wild adventures there in Valdosta. They oh, yeah. they give out free passes. They're they're owned by Hershey Family Entertainment. They mm-hmm. they they're a Christian organization, and uh, and we're just we're so so blessed uh, to be able to. Uh, to be able to um, to do this, and uh, we we were in fourteen schools last year, and. Uh, and um, I just, I'm just, I'm so grateful. I really am. I, and I sometimes I just sit back in awe of, uh, there's been times when we do the invitation, you see that flood of students coming. You just, you can't talk anymore. You just, mm-hmm. I, I have to get somebody, I just, I'm just sitting there weeping. I said, you can take the mic. I can't talk. I can't do this. And and um, last uh, last Wednesday night, we had students coming up to me and just, just after it was over, their parents coming up, just breaking down, crying. And, and, um, it's just a wonderful, wonderful experience. Did you want to say anything, Victoria? You sure? <laughs> You're if, welcome if, to talk, Victoria. Yeah, I, you, come I, I, on over I, to the and, mic. And there may be something, and if she wants to interject, I, I, I'd love for her to do that. I, I don't I want to make sure. And if, if, if y'all have any questions, I, 
I feel like I've I feel like I've emptied myself out. I, I always tell people I feel like I've emptied myself out. If if something else pops up, we'll talk about it. But um, that that's where we're going. We're the vision is is still is still going. You know, we're we haven't arrived. I promise oh. you. I don't. I, I don't. I'm I, I, I'm I'm humble in that area, and I I've always ready to make a tweak or a change and learn something. And and I would ask that you pray for us because we. I just got a a, a pastor last week told me that that a, a, a school superintendent told him, and I'm going to call this school superintendent, and he didn't, he wasn't like talking about me. He just said uh, he'd gotten a letter uh, uh, about our ministry from a, a group called uh, Freedom of Religion that's saying we're, we're going after this guy because he's breaking some rules. We're not breaking any rules, but they just try to put fear into you. Right. Uh, that So everybody will just back off. And a lot of the school systems, if there's any kind of pressure the school board attorney just says, back off, don't do anything. And and we can't. They're, they're trying to back us, back us, back us, back. And, and we're not going there. You know, mm-hmm. We're going to stand up and fight. So we we would covet your prayers. Uh, our, our ministry is Future Now. You can go to our website. It's futurenow.us. Or, or you can go to our Facebook page. You can find us. It's called Future Now. Um, I'm not the social media person. She may want to pop in on some of that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, tell her to come on over. Hallelujah. In order to promote. Come on up. Is there, is there, can you say something about our yeah. social media? We're on Instagram, uh, futurenow.us, I believe, and uh, Facebook. But I think you said it. It's just www.futurenow.us for the website. And, and I think all the social media links are, are on the website. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. At the so if you didn't get all that, you can contact us at God Stories Radio at Gmail as well, and we can get Chris uh, any request or, or question or whatever right on over to him. And uh, it's not like we don't know where, where he is. Amen. <laughs> We'd you be know, happy to uh, do it. Uh, that's why I wanted to bring one of my kids because they, they said my four children would starve to death. Uh, <laughs> two years ago, we were in uh, Cook County High School. It's in Adele, Georgia. When people come through, they call it Adele, but it's Adele. Of course, it could be Adele, but in South Georgia, we say Adele. But um, I, I had never done this uh, because I'd, they were never all there. My, my youngest son was 18, maybe he was 17 at the time. He was working our computer, doing all the PowerPoint, and then all three of my other kids were there. So I, I had all four of my children come up, two boys and two girls, and they'd just never been there. So I'm looking at the seniors on the front. We always put the seniors and work their way back, seniors, juniors. And the seniors are on the front row. I've just got through telling the story I just told. And uh, and and I said, here they are. And I'd never done this. I, they've never been there. And I didn't plan on this because mm-hmm. you don't ever plan on crying. But I, when they walked up on stage and I started talking, I just lost it. I, I just, I'd never been here before. Mm-hmm. And I began to weep. And I, I didn't know if I was going to be able to recover. Uh, and I looked down at those students and I could see tears streaming down their face. And I said, oh. my God, we you can't get people to cry in church sometimes. Yeah, you know what I mean? And yeah. I, I said, I, I, I wanted to just say, can we just stop and lift our hands to heaven? And I thought, <laughs> oh, we probably don't need to do that. But um, I was just, I, I can't, I can't describe to you the anointing of God that was in that room. I, I tell people it felt like a Holy Ghost revival, the greatest revival you'd ever been in. You, so I, people say. You can't do this in school. You can't listen. You don't have to say Jesus' name for him to show up. I no. promise you. Well, you got no. that he, right. Jesus is yeah, in yeah, you and he's in me. When we come together, he's there. Now, I'm not saying we don't anoint the chairs with oil. We got people praying in the Holy Ghost. We got people. But I'm telling you, I, and I'm going to tell you what these administrators, some of them know what it is. Right. But there's some that don't know. But they, but they can't, they, they walk away and they go, my God, what just happened? In that school assembly, I just saw a principal today from Fitzgerald, Georgia, in this meeting I was at, and and she was a woman, and and I'm you know I'm not making light that she was a woman, but she was to me she was just kind of subdued and just kind of you couldn't hardly get her to talk. She was not a, she didn't stand in my way. She was very good her name I can't even remember her name, but after the assembly program she got up, and I and she came unglued in a good way. I, I was sitting back going, what just happened to her? Like the Spirit of God came all over. 
And she's going, my God, you got to listen. Let me just tell you. And I, and I ran back around, grabbed a mic, went up on stage, put my arm around her. And I said, I love this woman. And this woman loves you. And something, I mean, we didn't say Jesus. We something didn't say. Something broke loose in it her. It broke loose. And uh-huh. I, I had a football coach a, a couple weeks later at a meeting I was at, uh, some kind of coach's thing. And, um, and uh, he said, did you notice how the I said, and I didn't say anything to him, but I was like, yeah, that's called the anointing. You, you know, you don't you can't explain that to natural people, but when the anointing falls in a place, and it's just like um, mm-hmm. it's just a phenom- phenomenal thing. In fact, I will say this, Fritz. You know, when I first started this thing, I would juggle fire to get paid. I was trying to figure, what was I going to do in the school assembly program? I can't break a baseball bat. You know, the power team was big, and yep. maybe I'll learn to juggle, or maybe I'll get Fritz to do impersonations. <laughs> and I, I'll call Fritz. He'll come with me. I, I don't know. But and for a while, we struggled with the message. I remember we were in, in Nashville, Georgia, at a school, and some students were uh, Cindy Skursky or Cindy Hayes. You remember Cindy? Yeah, sure She was did. off to the side of the stage, and— and we just got through doing. I got up to speak, and I was kind of like, you know, you need to, you need to make right choices. And I'd made some bad, and I would tell stories about students in the past, and some kids were laughing and kind of talking up on the, kind of up to the right, and it was, it annoyed me, and I got so mad that I just, I just started crying. I, I, I don't know. You said I, I was so mad I cried. I don't know how to describe that. I just. And I, and I started telling that story that I just told y'all for mm-hmm. the first time. It didn't, it wasn't ever planned. It was the Spirit of God that just started speaking. I never said Jesus. I never said God. I told that complete story. And I remember when I walked off stage that day, Cindy looked and she goes, that's the most awesome thing I've ever heard in my whole life. And she goes, I know it's true, but I've never heard you do that. And it was the anointing of God. And, and somebody says, how do you go in, you preach in a church one night and you, you may shout in the, tongues, or you may pray, and you may read the Bible, or you may sing out and sing Jesus is Lord, and then the next day, you don't ever say, it's the grace of God that's allowed me to do this. Mm-hmm. I would I would tell people, don't go do speak in public schools if you're not called to do it. I, I, I'm, in fact, I've my family's told me I don't need to speak to children. I've, I've kind of have to stay at that sixth grade level, because I'm not grace for children, and I know that. I stay in my little Running lane, right, you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. And that's all right. Everybody, stay, you know, stay in your gifting, and 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 uh, and the Lord will bring you before. And that, that's one of the things. Uh, one of the scriptures uh, I, I say is that I paraphrase is that I heard a, uh, this black preacher. He said this. He said, "If you don't know where you're going, you'll take every road." And that's Proverbs twenty nine uh, eighteen. Without you know, without a vision, my people perish. If you don't know where you're going, so I've learned to paraphrase that, uh, and that's that. What I say, you know, drugs, alcohol, premarital sex, gangs, violence are just really symptoms. They're, you're just taking all these different roads, and that's what I did. I was going down all these roads except the road that I was supposed to be on. But that night, when they come back, I tell them that this ministry, you know, we everybody tells the flip side of their story. Then I tell my story, and I say, what happened to me when I got the vision was I got down on my knees in my apartment in Tallahassee, Florida. Somebody gave me a book. It was a mini book. I said, I'm glad it was a mini book because I didn't read much books. And I read that book, and in the back of that book was a, was a prayer to receive Jesus Christ, Romans 10, 17. And I prayed that prayer. If you confess with your mouth Jesus Christ is Lord, and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Not you might be, you will be. For where the heart man believes and with the mouth confession is made to eternal life. And I tell him, I said, that night a vision was birthed in my heart because God came into my life. And the Bible says, uh, Proverbs 29, 11, I know the plans I have for you. If God knows the plans, you got to get to him. And the only way to get to, to God is through Jesus. John 14, 6 says, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man, no boy, no girl, no woman comes to the Father except through Jesus Christ. And, and then we'll pray that Romans 10, 19. And, and it just, uh, that, that's what happened to me. And that's my story. And, and when they, they, they respond to that. It, and, 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 you know, you got a story, Mike. Fritz, you got a story. Tina, you got a story. So I just tell people, just share your story, mm-hmm. and it'll reach somebody at some point. And, um, and, and that's just what God's given me to do. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to have a wonderful wife, wonderful family, a wonderful support team. Uh, and, and even you guys, if, you know, this is part of it right here, you know. 
divine connections. Amen. And we'll partner up and pray for you, buddy. Thank you. I guarantee on to you. Let me ask you this, though, Chris. We did a, uh, a show last week on rejoicing through the stuff. That was kind of, that is what it was called. And I know of, we've even uh, had our struggles with God Stories Radio, and we've tried to quit. I mean, I'm just glad we didn't quit on the same week. You know, otherwise Hallelujah. Hallelujah. we may have succeeded, but God, you know, wouldn't let us. You know, this is his gig anyway. You know, we're do this, doing this just to bring hope and encouragement to the world has been our only agenda. But with uh, birthing the vision of the ministry and just the, I know that you had to have had some days where you just stood out in a parking lot somewhere and just kicked dirt and wondered, what the heck am I doing? Mm. You know, and, and if you could, you know, somebody out there listening is just, um, could be in that situation right now. What did you do to overcome, you know, those seasons of doubt and, and wondering and just, just to overcome stuff? How did you mm. rejoice? I tell you, um, there was a time, uh, probably it was in, a, was it 07 when the economy took a dive? Yes. We, we, we moved to Valdosta, Georgia in 05, and it seemed like the thing just took off. Man, it's like we could do no wrong. Uh, well, people were coming and joining up with us. And we, we, somebody would show up and, and we'd say, man, we need him. And, and we'd look around and say, uh, you're hired. And the money would come. It, we never had the money until we hired the person. Uh, at, at one time, we had 12 full-time employees. And I told people we were walking in high cotton. We didn't see the end of the cotton field. And and I'll be honest with you, I was there was some warnings and some things, and I just, I, I, you know, things happen. The world, you know, you you got to learn to be sensitive. I I think I missed it a little bit, but but here's the deal: the vision was still going on. I just had to get back on track because it, uh, it you know, a lot of people got wiped out in that whole 2000, 2007, 2008. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took a job in Miami as a youth pastor during the summer. That summer, I got a call, and you know what? God supplied my need, and I was doing ministry. Uh, it was a different world doing youth ministry after all these years of not doing. I, I wasn't even, I didn't know, have a clue about social media, texting and twittering and all that crazy stuff. Uh, my kids, we spent the summer down there. We loved it, but we got back in the groove. And 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 uh, in 2010, my son had moved to Atlanta, and he had was doing a, um, he was working at a. a a, what do you call it, recording studio? No, he was interning. There wasn't no money. He was working at Starbucks. He was taking two or three jobs. He almost starved to death. But at the end of that, at the end of a year and a half, he said, I feel like the Lord told me to come back home. And and that's when we just lost everybody. So it was my, me, my daughter, my son. Uh, and slowly but surely, we limped through that. And last year, last year, we did 14 schools, the most schools we've probably done in about eight or nine years. So we, we, we're really almost back in full swing. This year, Wow. And last year, too, we started seeing God just began to turn some things around. And and some of that was because I, uh, you know, not that I was in gross sin. I just was, had, had I, I'll be honest with you, I was, I was saying, man, I'll go do something else. And But God, there's no way. You say you, I tried to quit. Mm-hmm. And I My wife had to go get a job. She went back to school, became an RN. You know, Terry, I mean, I didn't tell her she probably couldn't make it. I realized being an RN ain't no easy thing. No, it's She's not. She's been doing that for six years, but now it's, uh, we're believing that she's going to be able to step out of that eventually and 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 get back. And she's at every event that God's allowed it where she can work around her job. Oh, that's fantastic. She works like three days a week. But I just heard somebody share this that there's three types of storms in the Bible. There was Jonah's storm. Jonah got in a storm because of disobedience, mm-hmm. but he repented, got back in obedience, and he and it all worked out. And then there was Jesus. The disciples got in a storm through obedience. He told them to get in the boat. We're going to the other side. They did. Now, they got in fear, and they said, we're, he didn't say we're going out in the middle of the lake and perish. He said, because they were perishing. And then Jesus got up and rebuked the storm. And then the last storm, that this guy, there's probably obviously more storms, but he used three examples. And he said, one size don't fit all. So just because you went through something, I can't say, oh, well, Mikey got into that storm because of disobedience. I guess that's why I'm in this storm. You know, it may not be. Maybe because obedience got mm-hmm. me in the storm, or someone but, else. But be or that's exactly what happened to Paul. They said Paul said, uh, you know, he said we need to stay here, and they said, no, nah, we're going to go ahead and go. And he told them, uh, you're gonna, there's going to be much harm. But Paul persisted in faith. You know, the angel appeared and said, nobody's yep. going to die. That's right. Well, they better be glad he stayed with them. <laughs> and you're going to lose the ship. 
It was 14 days. Whoo, that was a heck of a storm. But mm-hmm. um, they he, so there was, you know, you got to either repent, uh, take authority over the storm, or uh, persist in faith. You know what I mean? Don't, 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 don't bow when having done all the stand, keep standing. And I appreciate your, your, it sounds like there's been days when Tina said, No, Fritz, you ain't quitting. Or, or Fritz says, No, Tina, we ain't quitting. Or Mikey says, No, Tina, Fritz, we ain't quitting. <laughs> and listen, my wife's been my number one cheerleader. Listen, I've had my kids get my back when, when we were when we were being persecuted, and I've seen I've seen uh, both my son and my daughter stand up in a meeting when somebody just almost attacked us. And before I could open my mouth, my kids said, "Wait a minute, no, we we don't believe that." I was like, "They got it," you know what I mean? So, um, I, I'm just so grateful. So I, I'm like you, you just we dust took, yourself off and keep going. We took three months off one time, didn't do a show, and the ministry grew. Wow! Wow! <laughs> The listenership grew. Wow. Explain that one. Mm. <laughs> so there you go. That's God's story. <laughs> it, Hallelujah. It is. Amen to that. Amen. <laughs> God's yes, plan. Yes, it is. Amen. God's will is God's bill. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. I may have got that from you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Sounds like Bob Champion. It does sound yeah, like Bob yeah, Champion, yeah. doesn't it? Nothing beat watching Carol play those uh, Taurus pedals. Wow. And nobody could play a B3 like that woman. Yeah. Holy smokes. And then Eric on the drums mm. and then Eric becoming the international superstar. Wow. Is he still touring? I don't know. That, you know, he was working at Full Sail. They, they live in, I don't think they're, I think he lives in Orlando. I think Bob and Carol live in maybe a pop or something like that. Yeah. Oh, really? They're yeah. that close? Yeah. I need to have yeah, him on the show. Yeah, you should have him on the show. He was the, the founding pastor of the church there in Live Oak when uh, they were musicians and, uh, Wow. How's my buddy Glenn doing? He's doing good. Glenn excellent. Hayes is doing yeah, wonderful. That's excellent. Yeah. I love they're such a precious couple, man. Amen, I was amen. so uh so heartbroken when uh, I found out Jan had yeah. passed away. But. She's she's where we all want to be one day. Yeah, you got that right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Paul said, you know, I'd I'd rather be there, but I gotta hang out with you numbskulls. Hallelujah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Paraphrase. It, yeah. Yeah. That's Freddie version. First Freddie. <laughs> well, hey, hey, you know what I didn't mention in the in the beginning of the show? What? Somebody pushed the button. Really? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, Mr. Mark Sinclair pushed the button today. Oh, can you Mark, believe that? That's awesome. I can. I can. Well, not really. Well, I I couldn't either, but uh, he did. Well, thank you, Mark. Well, thank yeah. you, Mark. So I uh, just wanted to. To uh, only reason I wanted to mention that Mark, and I know you're listening, is because it's a a praise report. It is for indeed. all of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So God bless so you, brother. Kind of him. I know it. Love that guy so yes. much. Man, what a show! Wow. We just just keep on rocking. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> hour just goes like that, man. When Chris in town. Wow. And wow, to it, it but it to do an it. hour. Wow. So well, Chris, thank awesome. you for coming out. Really, so it kind is, of you. A pleasure. It's been a pleasure. I wanted to say this about Victoria. She is. Uh, she went to Bible school, uh, graduated two years ago, spent a, a summer at Huntington Beach, California. And uh, it's, this is interesting. I got to tell a story. Or maybe I, you want to tell a story about how you – maybe she can comment. If I get it wrong, she'll, she'll let you know. Um, I got a call from a pastor and said, do you think your daughter would be interested in, in doing children's ministry? We need a children's pastor. And I said, I don't. I don't think, I don't know. I don't think so. But he said, well, don't say anything to her. Just, you know, just pray about it. If something comes up. She called me, I don't know how long, maybe a week or two or something, and said she'd been, and this is really funny, a girl from Live Oak, Florida, she was teaching surfing lessons to children, and she had learned to surf a little, and she, and I, I don't know if she can expound on that if she needs to. But um, she, uh, a young lady we met in Miami, that's Divine Connections, and she ended up moving out there and interning for three months. Um, and she um, said, I've been working with these children, and there's just something about the children. And I'm like, wait a minute. Right. What? Okay, go ahead. All right, there it is. I knew I knew she'd jump in. Go yeah, ahead. Just turn it well, there. If you're going to tell my pull your story, chair up, you have to tell it right. <laughs> um, hey, your child. The story <laughs> was that. I was actually praying about my future and what was next. And God just kept telling me that I was going to work with kids. And I had no idea that my dad had talked to this guy. And so, because I didn't know the pastor. I knew of him. I didn't know who he was. 
And so um, three days later, I was on my way to Disneyland with my brother. And this pastor calls me and says, how do you feel about working with the kids? And I, I just was shocked and was like, this is so weird. <laughs> this guy, why? Like the way that he worded it was just how like God had said it to me. And I was like freaking out. Uh-huh. And so I was like, I don't, I don't, I, I almost wanted to hang up. I didn't know what to do. And so I kind of took a break and um, just spent some time praying. And then it kind of all just fell together when I came back. There was not really a, a formal interview. We both heard from God. And so mm-hmm. she jumped right in. But yeah, it was pretty awesome. So well, it's my story. That's <laughs> very cool. Well, the, over the years, you use the word strange. Uh, when it comes from father, it's usually that way. Yes. Yeah. If it's out of the box and strange and everything else, you probably didn't need to pray about it because yeah. it was from him. <laughs> and and I I didn't once again I didn't have anything to do with that, but it was just seeing it come from both sides, and I and I just kept my mouth shut. I mm-hmm. said I'm not saying a word, <laughs> but I I didn't want to I didn't want to manipulate anything. But right. I I was just like God, you're just. It was just the perfect timing because, I mean, and God is perfect. So mm-hmm. his timings that's why we need to stay in tune, like you said. Well, oh, that's awesome. Well, Victoria, promise you'll come back one day and give you testimony. Yes, I'd love to. That'd be awesome. I'd love to. <laughs> awesome. Maybe you guys can come as a family and we'll... <laughs> Wow, that we'll was have, that uh, might be a three-hour... Yeah, really. We'll have testimony palooza. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Uh our home is Fritz. It's it, it's it's probably kind of like the home we used to come to my mom's house. For, uh, for it. My mom would cook. My mom oh, was amazing. Man. She's she's with Jesus. She's probably cooking in heaven. <laughs> uh, at her funeral, we we had how many people had been to her house to eat? Not literally, literally ninety percent of the crowd stood up. It was Your crazy. mom had a ministry all her own. I tell you, if I uh, had a dollar for every time she fed me. <laughs> You know, she, my wife got that anointing and, and we, 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 I don't know how many, we, I was trying to figure out the other day, it's, it's upwards of 70, 80 people that have lived in our home wow. over the last, and I mean, and Victoria could, and, and you know, somebody said, man, you, you, you shouldn't, what was the one? Don't sacrifice your children on the altar of ministry. And and I, I wasn't real sure what that meant, but I think it meant if you're if you're not careful, they'll be so burnt out on ministry by what you do, and the home needs to be a sacred place. And and you know what? Maybe I missed it all these years, but I'm telling you, I I I've, I had people that call me and said your kids are the most awesome kids. And listen, they're they're not angels. They're not we. Everybody has issues, but they they grew up with. Oh, somebody's sleeping in my room. I got to go sleep with my sister because this kid don't, or or this girl's pregnant, or this girl's got a little baby, or this kid just got out of jail and needs a place to stay. And I didn't ever put my kids in danger or anything mm-hmm. like that. We we use wisdom, but uh, right now we've got we've got two people at our house, don't we? Is it just two now? And a baby. And a baby. Oh, I'm sorry. Three. We do. We actually have two people. We got. I'm sorry. We have three. <laughs> we have. T- uh, uh, Two young ladies, a young man, and a, and a baby. And my parents were the same way. When we had the log home out there, I remember in McAlpin, there was always somebody there. My dad would take in the uh, the uh, guys from uh, AA and uh, the prisoners. Yeah, you know when they when they first got out and didn't have anywhere to go, he'd take them in for a few weeks, and that was wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, 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 I just my my kids. Uh, they've, I've. There was been a couple. We had a young man that we were mentoring. Um, that was, um, he he was going into the hospital. He's getting out of the hospital, and his home was horrible. And she came home and said, "We can't send him home if we don't if we don't bring him back into our home. We we can't call ourselves Christians." And I. And I'm sitting there, I said, you know, that's a, that's a good point. And we did. In fact, he lived with us for a long time. So, um, I, and so they, they've, they've been a blessing. To, and it's not just me and my wife. My kids have been a blessing to a lot of people. And uh, she does a Bible study on Sunday nights. I, I don't know how many, all walks of life. Uh, wow. Uh, how many you got coming there? Tell around, them. Well, just around 20 people come every Sunday. That's a really good turnout. Mm-hmm. It is. It is, and, and it's it's black, white, 
Hispanic. Uh, it's 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 awesome. It's awesome. All walks of life. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm officially impressed. Officially? Officially. <laughs> and there's probably some people that come to this that may not even really get plugged into a church. They just because they, it's, it's, which is, it's anytime you can do something like that's good. I mean, right. Eventually they will, you know, so. Yep. The seeds are being planted. Amen, Amen to that. Mm -hmm. Amen to that. I believe that there's a lot of out the church door ministry that may be all that people see. Some that will never, right. you know, dawn the well, door of a, of a church. Right. Well, like we said uh, last week, we'll, end up going to heaven even through this ministry here we're going to see people up there Ooh. who are you who are you yeah i listened to session 171 with chris musgrove and i got saved wow hallelujah yeah uh -huh. hey i i think we're going to hear from some folks uh nobody's nobody's chatted not one time on on this show i think they're all riveted they're in awe <laughs> jw i know you're listening buddy i see you you're up there well, my wife should we be listening you. Yeah, there is. Um, if you follow us on Mixler, I can see who you are. I see two other people. I can't tell who they are. So, Terry, if you're on there, we love you. Wish you could have come, but uh, thanks for letting me borrow Chris. And, Stick and your head out the window and yell. Daughter. We might hear you from Valdosta. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, you know, follow us on Mixler, and that way we can see who you are. And plus, you know, you may want to you get a, an alert when we go live on Thursdays, and you may want to tune in every once in a while. So. Mm -hmm. We'll be talking about some future now. I'm going to tell yeah, you that much. Rejoicing in the stuff. Hallelujah. Rejoicing in the stuff. Amen. Wow. Well, thanks for hanging out with us for the last hour. And thank you. Thank you for allowing <laughs> us to hang out with you. Yeah. Victoria, Amen. can you say thank you? Thank you. Hallelujah. <laughs> and Victoria has uh, has committed to come back and give her testimony yes. in a, you know. We have that. On tape. Amen. <laughs> Maybe she can bring some of her kids with her. That would be, if you get her in front uh, of a group awesome of would that children, they would, she would go nuts. She would just go crazy. Yeah. Oh, that, that'd be craziness. She'd be well, like, Flora Andrews, Bob. <laughs> well, Chris, I, I just feel like I need to mention this because I've always uh, said that if there's anything I can do to help you or your ministry, and I know there's some times that I was able to get you phone numbers or get you hooked up with some equipment or something, but you know, uh, God gave us a studio, and if you ever need anything, this studio is your studio, and we can do uh, voiceovers or video promos or anything that you may need for your for your uh, for your schools or your tours or whatever. I just want to make that available to you. I just want to partner with you in in ministry and uh, in prayer and in support. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Mike and Tina. Welcome. It's our pleasure. Gosh, we've been blessed. Yeah, thank you. You better believe it. FutureNow.us. Yes. Yes. Go there and be blessed. Yes. At FutureNow.us. <laughs> the future is now. The future is now. All right, guys, that about wraps it up for session uh, 171. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. God bless. God bless. God bless. In the crushing, in the pressing, you are making new The soil I now surrender. You are breaking new ground. So I yield to you and to your careful hand. When I trust you, I don't need to understand. Make me your vessel. Make me an offering, make me whatever you want me to be. I came here with nothing, but all you have given me. Jesus, bring new wine out of me. In the pressing, you are making new wine. In the soil, I now surrender. You are breaking new ground. 
Jesus, bring new wine. 